Hello, and welcome back to my podcast about gluten-free eating. This week, I'll talk about the biggest struggles I've had to deal with. So, this basically is how not eating gluten is difficult in my day-to-day life, basically, and then a couple other things, but mainly that one. So, obviously, being gluten-sensitive or gluten-intolerant, you can't eat gluten or else you'll feel really, really sick. So the hardest part about not eating gluten is seeing other people eat it in front of me. Seeing someone eat like a bagel or a cookie or whatever like right in front of me is just like so sad to me because I just want to eat it too. But I know I can't because I know I'll feel sick if I do. But that has definitely been one of the biggest struggles. When I'm at home and I'm making my own food and I have like my gluten-free bread and my gluten-free cookies then it's not such a big deal, but it's like when I'm out and about with friends who can eat whatever they want and feel totally fine, that's when it's the worst for me by far. It's just really, like, sad (laughs) seeing them eat that when I want to just eat a ton of gluten food that I know I cannot. Um, Another one of the biggest issues about not eating gluten food is finding substitutes. So since gluten sensitivity and gluten allergies and all that has become such a big thing in the past like couple years um it's a lot easier to find substitutes than i thought it would be um but it's still not quite the same so like i used to eat bagels every day for breakfast and the gluten-free bagels are really pretty gross (laughs) like it's not worth your time or effort to ever eat one of those it's very gross so now i eat bread so that's one substitute that i've made Um, another one, I used to eat just normal cookies, like a normal person, all the time, and I can't do that anymore because the cookies that are gluten-free are usually not quite as good. They actually have some decent ones, like there's this Udi's brand, um, I think that's how it's pronounced, I'm not really sure, but they actually make some really good gluten-free food, um, and their cookies are pretty bomb, and I like them, but it's still not quite the same as a normal cookie with normal flour um but so i've had to make some adaptations to my day-to-day life trying to eat food that is not made with gluten so i've actually started eating a lot of muffins that i make myself that are gluten-free that i think taste even better than gluten-free cookies or even some sort of normal cookies because i just really like my muffins um so that's like one substitution that i've made um it's not as easy, but it works out for me, and now that I'm used to it, I like it. Um, also, some things just can't be substituted, and that is really hard for me. Um, so, like, this is more things that are, like, have a special place in my heart sort of a thing. So, like, my dad has made these banana chocolate chip cookies ever since I was little, and I just love them so much. Um, and I can't eat those anymore, which I definitely just cheat and eat them anyway, and then feel sick, but it's totally worth it. But stuff like that is really hard for me because I see my family eating them and I can't eat them, knowing that I'll feel sick later if I do eat them. So that's been really hard. Um, he actually started making gluten-free versions of them, but they are just so much worse. No offense, Dad. (laughs) But, um, they are not at all the same. So stuff like that is really hard. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of things like that that I can't substitute, um, so that's one of the hardest things, probably, is not being able to eat the things that I used to be able to eat every day, so that's too bad. 
Um, and then another one, a big one about not eating gluten is that I start craving bread a lot when I don't have any gluten-free stuff. Um, like, so for example, when my team travels, my basketball team, we travel a lot. So we like eat at hotels and restaurants a lot when we're traveling and whatnot. Um, and so then I don't have any of my gluten-free bread, which I eat pretty much every day. So when I can't eat my bread, then I just start craving bread like a ton or like bread or muffins or any sort of like carby type thing like that. And so that gets really tough when we're traveling and I can't eat the food that I normally eat when I'm at home. Um, so that's kind of hard. And a lot of places do not have like good gluten-free bread or gluten-free bagels or anything like that. Um, so that's really hard when we're traveling, especially that's definitely the worst time of eating for me <laughs> is when we're on the road and I can't make my own food. Um, cause making my own food is definitely the easiest way for me to find stuff that I like and stuff like that. So that's the whole bit about not eating gluten foods, basically. Um, so next, the other biggest struggle that I've had to deal with is people not believing me. I don't fully understand why people would think I would make this up because it sucks being gluten-free. But when I first, like, told people, like, oh, like, I really shouldn't eat that, like, it has gluten in it, they were like, oh, don't be silly, you'll be fine sort of a thing, and just kind of, like, blew me off. Which wasn't a big deal, but it got kind of frustrating when they still wouldn't believe me, like, after months of it. And most people do believe me, so it's not a big deal. But, like, my brother for a while, like, didn't believe me. He was like, that's just silly, like, eat whatever you want, don't worry about it, and don't make our dad change the cookies that we make <laughs> because of your stupid gluten thing. And a lot of people think that it's just, like, a passing fad, too, which it's not. It's actually, like a medical thing that people have to deal with so if anyone ever says that they're gluten-free to you just believe them because they're not just gonna make that up because it's not fun eating gluten-free things um so that's not that big a deal compared to like the whole not eating gluten thing but it's still like just annoying to deal with people like that so be considerate people who are gluten-free because it already sucks being gluten-free and people telling them that they're just being babies does not help um and then the last thing that is a struggle is like eating at restaurants so restaurants have gotten a lot better at like catering to people who are gluten sensitive and stuff um but some restaurants are not very good at catering <laughs> um and usually it's not that big of an issue but there are like a lot of places that we go when we travel for basketball specifically where i can't choose the restaurant that we go to because like we go as a team so my coach chooses obviously um, and then it's just really hard to find something on the menu sometimes because there is usually things like salads that are gluten-free and that's just not enough calories for me because I'm like, I play basketball obviously. So like I need more than a salad. I need like meat and potatoes sort of a thing or like gluten-free pasta. Um, and some restaurants don't really enable that very well. So that's really hard. Um, Especially sandwich places, which makes sense, obviously, because they're, like, sandwiches. But Jimmy John's does an amazing job of this. They have these, like, unwitches, which is um, just a lettuce wrap. And it's super good tasting and not disgusting, like a lot of places. So I love Jimmy John's because of that. Um, but that's just, like, one example out of a lot of places that we go to 
where a lot of the other places we go to, I have to just get, like, a salad, and it's gross and not very fun to eat. <laughs> and it also doesn't help that I'm picky, but still, I have broadened my horizons in the past couple years, especially this past year since becoming gluten-free. Um, but anyway, back to the other restaurants. Um, a lot of restaurants have, like, their low-calorie meals, whatever, as, like, a section, and those usually don't have gar- or don't have gluten, but again, like, I need more calories than that. I can't go to the low-calorie section to find my gluten-free stuff because then I won't get enough food in my body for basketball. Um, but yeah. Uh, another reason that this bugs me, too, is because a lot of places have, like, really good-looking pasta, like, chicken and pasta or whatever, you know? And I can't eat the pasta because a lot of places don't serve gluten-free pasta, which is silly to me, I think, because gluten-free pasta tastes literally the exact same as other pasta, and I've, like, had my picky friends, like, try it, and they're like, oh yeah, like, I can't tell at all, because it literally is exactly the same tasting. So that kind of bugs me that restaurants don't have gluten-free pasta, because it doesn't even cost anymore, I don't think. So it's like, why not just do that and cater to people like me and make me super happy? <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, so those are some of, like, the biggest struggles that I've had to deal with since becoming gluten-free. Um, so yeah, it's not really a huge deal, it's just a couple inconveniences that I've had to deal with, but overall it's definitely worth being gluten-free, even when I have to see other people eating gluten food in front of me and not be able to eat it. But anyway, thanks for listening, and I'll see you all, or you'll hear me, I guess, next week when I talk about um, healthy tips for being gluten-free and stuff like that because I've definitely had to change my ways. So, see you next week.